The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Number 16, Syracuse, looks to rebound. Hosting an unranked College of Notre Dame. At noon this Saturday in the Dome, which is sold out again, I saw, I heard. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Coach got into that a little bit. And so that is uh, excellent. Um, We will give you, uh, well, we'll talk about your picks first, because that's what goes first. I researched it. Then we'll go over our picks from last week. And then we'll give you our always accurate predictions for this week. Hmm. Live on YouTube and Spotify Live app for the fan feedback segments. You'll have to forgive us if we get slightly sidetracked here as Syracuse plays their first exhibition basketball game against Indiana PA. And I'm going to watch a little bit of that right now while you listen to what Coach had to say in his Notre Dame preview, his Notre Dame pregame presser. I'm going to start with uh, the 25 seconds, okay? There was a mistake on our part. It's been handled internally. It was a 25-second mistake. And uh, based off of how we do things, I feel like it's corrected, and that will not happen ag- or should not happen again. But uh, no doubt there was a 25-second mistake on the clock, and uh, that was bad. When it comes to uh, Tucker having... Uh, Five carries, that's something that should not happen. I agree with everyone else that he should have more carries than that in a football game. And uh, that has been addressed. The thing with penalties, which is something I normally do not speak about, I want to I talk about this a little bit. The situation with their quarterback on the sidelines with Eli, where their quarterback was scrambling towards our bench and then running up the sidelines. Uh, when we make mistakes uh, on our football team and when we make mistakes that have happened in the past, we try to correct them so they do not happen in the future. Everybody's entitled to a mistake. We're trying to make it so we don't make constant mistakes. What that young man did was he hit the sideline and he was running up the sideline acquiring yardage. And we have had that happen to us before last year with um, Jordan Travis when we played the Florida State game. And we went towards that young man at Florida State and we did not try to tackle him. He cut back in and 
grabbed another 25, 30 yards, and they kicked a field goal, and we lost a game down there that we felt that we were in control and we had a great chance of winning. So that's how things go. Since that has happened, we use a new technique, what we call escorting the quarterbacks out of, out of bounds. And what Eli was doing was escorting that young man out of bounds. If you go back and you watch the tape, he did not lower his head. If you go back and watch the tape, he did not bend his knees in what we call a loaded position to deliver a blow. If you go back and watch the tape, he did not push that young man out of bounds. Okay, so what he was doing was escorting that young man out of bounds. Now, if you also watch the tape, he also got pushed from behind, which made him, because he was not in a striking position, be, get out of balance, and there was a flag thrown on us. I'm not sitting here saying that flag was wrong. The quarterback got hit, they threw the flag, that happens, but we were not gonna allow him cut back inside of us and run and do the same thing that happened to us last year. Now, I understand that flag being thrown there. What I don't understand is the situation that happened later where our quarterback got into the similar situation where nobody pushed their defender in the back and their defender pushed our quarterback in the back and we did not get a call. Now, I'm not gonna sit, this is not me crying about calls. I turned them in. I have not gotten a response back from the league. I would like to just know what we can do to be able to do those things better so we don't make those mistakes in the future. Those were the things that we, that's, those are the things that we saw on tape. Um, I can't talk about injuries right now. Uh, a lot of them I don't know. Anytime you play teams uh, like that Clemson team, that there's, there's a lot of banging. It was an extremely physical game. And uh, I'll know more later on about who's going to be available and who's not going to be available. But, but you guys know how I am. Even if I know, I'm probably not going to talk about it anyway. So, but it was a physical game. We do have a lot of people in the training room. All right. So that was that. Was that. Okay. Very good uh, opening statement from Coach for you know, everything that happened during the Clemson game. And we move and we and we kinda move on after this. Okay. He came right. he came in he came in and, and, and admitted the wrongs. Um the two big ones that we both talked about or that we all talked about here and read off of uh fan feedback and that's twenty five seconds and it is uh Tucker getting more carries. Okay. Um I think yep. I think I harped on the penalty there on um Elijah, but I saw the same video coach did as the one that that had a, we we brought it up put it on YouTube live yesterday or uh, Sunday, and I mean he, he was going to hit him. That's how I look at it. So that's that's as honest as I could be because that's how I see it. He was going to hit him regardless. I don't know if there was much of a push there or not. the 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 problem that I have with with the whole thing was that it wasn't called on the other end. That's what really fired me up. Okay, and um, coaches turned those in. Coaches turn those in. They're handling the, the 25 seconds internally as they should. Admitted there was a mistake. Obviously, I mean, we kind of figured. Um, unless, no. you know, they saw something we didn't and he was going to save a timeout and then something happened and it was a last second thing, which could have been, but still a mistake, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Tucker getting more carries. I ain't a coach, man. I ain't a quarterback. I'm not running a read option. I have no <laughs> idea. So, anyway. Right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, when you look at that, like I said last time, 
every single read option could have went to Sean Tucker, and then that would have been completely taken away, right? So it wasn't like they were not calling plays that could have gone to Sean Tucker. Uh, they just happened not to. So, um, but they, you know, like I said, he he took accountability for right. That's the big thing. Yeah, for those those um, situations and those complaints from everybody on the outside looking in and. You know, he gave us a little bit more of input of what was really going on because I do remember that play, and I thought that that play was really, you know, we, I mean, we talked about that game last year and that play at nauseum, you know, and how Marlowe Wax got that rough in the passer, and then he was afraid to hit him again over there on the sidelines, and and uh, you know, Travis or Jordan Travis Jordan. ended up running for you know whatever, and they ended up winning the game. So, yeah. yep. um, I 100% agree with having some type of tactical Plan. thing to hand that right or to handle that. Um, but just the way it just the way it looked. I mean, I understand getting a little bit more clarity from him and him explaining it, and then you know Matt telling us about you know that video and seeing that that hand come from behind. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't agreed, just absolutely not. But from Mike Glennon, I mean, was the one that originally posted that. Right. So it, it was not. Was it not agreed? No, it wasn't. But at the end no, of the day, wasn't. like if he made contact with him out of bounds, and, and it kind of looked like he kind of extended his shoulder a little bit, right? I mean, and that could all just be natural reaction but at the end of the day i mean you know a penalty is a penalty and, and i think he kind of sold it too so but yeah i mean obviously the biggest the biggest trap in that whole thing right is that they didn't call it yeah, when Schrader. they hit schrader and that was right. the biggest thing i mean fair is fair and um yeah. you're never going to know what what that did to the outcome of the game but uh as you alluded to last podcast if you looked at it by the eyeballs that was when the momentum shift happened yeah, and who knows? We can't even speculate from there. That that's the fact, though, in my opinion. That's my opinion. But I think no, I, mean, we, I think it's an easy a lot, opinion to have. It's an easy opinion to have. Be, we punt, and then the very next play, they run for another touchdown, and then that's like. Well, there was the Marlowax. Um, oh, wind out of the bad, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm talking okay. about after they didn't call it on Schrader. Oh. Yeah, wins out. Yeah, get behind the sticks. We because we were still winning. Sean McDonough was talking about it, and I mean, you you, you just can't. You can't get behind the sticks on on that on that team. They're going to come after you, and they're way too talented to not be successful in those types of situations. Um, Can't talk injuries. We can only speculate there, and just hope that you know there was a couple of them, and mostly on defense there, and and um, you know Tucker got up slow at least once, and. Yeah. That's yeah. what the coach said. There's a lot of players in, in the training and, room, right? And and at the end of the day, I think that you know this is uh, a situation where it's that point in the season, right? And you know we had our very own Tyler Marone on to talk about, the, and I don't know if it's still the way it is, but not a glamorous program over there uh, at Syracuse. So I mean, look, maybe it's changed, but but. That's where we're at. So we'll find all that stuff out later. Um, I expect Garrett Williams back, though. That's, that's I do expect, and that's good. I could be wrong, but I expect him back. Because he was suited up and, and warming up with the team. He just couldn't go. Right. So, anyways. Um, well, it was good to find out it was just a thigh bruise. Yeah. Like we thought, you know, right. Mikel Jones' knee went in, right. hit him, and he just wasn't ready to go. But yeah. he'll be ready. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Question is, who won't be? Well, that's the and big, we won't know till Saturday. We will not know until game time. And you heard Coach. Even if he knew, he wouldn't tell us anyway. So we wouldn't find out till Saturday, regardless. That's what Stephen Bailey's for, though. He asks those pressing questions. Where the hell is he anyway? Um, 
So <laughs> I haven't seen him. Uh, no. All right. Let's do we want to listen to coach on Notre Dame quickly and talking about it's we know now that it's sold out, but I, 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 I had this done before we didn't know. And he talks a lot about, you know, what, so we're done with Clemson. We're done with Clemson. That's done. 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 I mean, we won't talk about it again as, as long as I can help it. Cause that was, that wore my ass out last episode. I was <laughs> tired. I was tired. I went right to bed. Um, so let's, let's just quickly hear what coach had to say. We'll get into our quick preview here and then we'll get into some fan feedback, um, and wrap this baby up. Okay. Syracuse is up 18, 20. I'm going to watch some basketball. Y'all listen to this. You know, Notre Dame, it's very, very difficult to beat these guys. They're extremely well coached. They have fantastic talent and you normally catch them in a venue. Beating them at their place is really, really hard. I take my hats off to the teams that have done it this year. But for us to have an opportunity here in Syracuse to have Notre Dame come to the JMA Dome, I expect it to be, and I hope it to be, a coming out party for our fans in front of the national media. I mean, this needs to be uh, an animal party. Okay, there goes your movie reference, an animal party out there. And um, hopefully the fans will come out and show them exactly what our 12th man can do. The only opportunity I had of, of, of winning a game against these guys was at Texas A&M when they came to Texas A&M, and our 12th man down there showed off like they always do down there. And we need our 12th man up here to show off. Uh, we're going to need them. There's no doubt that Clemson fans help them, and we need our fans to help us. Notre Dame, fabulous team, outstanding offensive personnel. Their tight ends and NFL tight end. Their defense is just as good as Clemson's. Okay, and that's not to talk bad about the offense. They have three tailbacks. They rotate three tailbacks. They've got a big bruiser. They got a shifty and they got a speed guy. And they are all good. And they are difficult to bring down behind that offensive line, which is always good. Notre Dame always has a big time offensive line. And when they get the tight ends next to them, they have a tendency to be able to run the ball on anybody they want to. Okay? They have a, their second quarterback is in. He's more shifty. He's more mobile. He's more like a, a shiftier guy than a guy that sits in the pocket. And they have receivers that are speedy and big. So this is a loaded five-star team, similar to the team that we just played. And it's going to be an exciting game. We're looking forward to it. And... We're trying to get healthy enough for it to show our best, put our best foot forward. My last statement left me a little nervous, but nevertheless, we'll see what happens. Uh, a good synopsis there by Coach. Everybody's general general public tickets are sold out, as we mentioned, so that's awesome. I guess that message got through. The all-time series between Syracuse and Notre Dame sits at 7-3 and three in favor of the Irish. First time these te- te- these two teams met, easy for me to say, was in 1914. Notre Dame taking that game 20 to nothing in Syracuse. Frank O'Neill, aka Buck, the head coach of the Orange at the time, remember Buck Joe? Of course. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame is currently on a four-game win streak. Uh, you have to go back to uh, all the way to 2008 when the Orange won their last game under Greg Robinson there in that yeah. era. A 24-23 win in South Bend. A late Syracuse touchdown put the Orange up uh, with 42 seconds left. Golden Tate 
return that sucker, then that kickoff, 51 yards, eventually setting up a 53-yard field goal. Uh, for the win, it was up, and it was no good. And Syracuse won. So it was a cool, that was a cool story. Uh, total, <laughs> total, total defense for Syracuse, uh, as it sits right now, uh, going into Clemson, they were eighth. They are, they are down to uh, 16th. Notre Dame's is 30th. Uh, they're averaging 341 yards uh, allowed a game. Total offense, Syracuse is 61st, and Notre Dame's is 77th. Syracuse uh, allowing 411 yards a game and 386, respectively, for Notre Dame. Rushing offense, 44th for Syracuse. Coincidence? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, and 47th for Notre Dame, 179 to 178, essentially. Um, defense, rushing defense. Now, and focus on these numbers here because of um, how Notre Dame likes to play. Um, 39th for Syracuse in rushing defense, um, allowing 123 yards, and Notre Dame 61st, allowing 139. So, um, Notre Dame's had its struggles this year, and um, they fell out of the rankings after a loss to Marshall in week two. Uh, they find out they're losing their starting quarterback, Tyler Buncher. Drew Pine comes in. Um, he's done a decent job. The fans, not huge on Drew Pine, not sold on that dude yet, but uh, he does just enough. Now, he's got some decent wins under his belt, I think, uh, UNC being one, and then BYU when they were ranked. Uh, BYU's, I think they're on a three-game losing streak right now, but so not great. Um, and they beat up on UNLV last week. We, we said we thought we had the bye. Um, I believe we were wrong. We were. So, uh, sorry, they, they, sorry about that. I hate doing that. We should have looked it up. Uh, but they beat up on UNLV, and um, that was after suffering a loss to Stanford. And, you know, the thing about that game that I gathered from their fans and their blogs was that they won, but they still weren't happy. That it was an ugly win, and instead of looking at the positives, they just kind of, they, they, they really weren't impressed much what was this? with that game. The, the Notre Dame win over UNLV was oh. the fans were not impressed. And there was a lot of mistakes. Uh, they, they squandered a bunch of opportunities inside the red zone. So, Joe, another big squad, though. Coach thinks the Irish defense is as good as Clemson's. Um, they have three bruising <clears throat> running backs, okay? And Audric Esteem, uh, Logan Diggs, and Chris Tyree. They're averaging over four yards a carry each. And Tyree's third in the rushing yards with one shy of 300 on the year. So uh, with the game Syracuse had against Clemson, and I mean, this is just me, but I'm, I have to worry about this a little bit since we don't know the details on the injuries and things like that. So um, I'll leave it there, Joe. Your thoughts on, on that and, and who else we need to look out for as far as Notre Dame comes. Go, yeah, I mean, I goes, say the- as far as Notre Dame goes. Right, right. It's, I mean, this looks like a team that doesn't really pass that much. Um, you're right, Drew Pine. He's he was a backup that that came in, and you know when you look at the the schedule and what he's done as far as throwing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's been some good ones, been some bad ones, but right. I mean they haven't really played like a gauntlet. I it's tough because I know they had their starting quarterback first week at Ohio State. I mean they were ranked, I think preseason fourth or fifth so they the were, talent's there they were but, fifth uh, i believe preseason. new coach uh they lose the game against ohio, at ohio state 21 to 10 which is not a bad showing but they also lose their quarterback and then they end up losing to oh actually i think they lost their they lost quarterback the quarterback to marshall. to marshall yep yep 
And Marshall ended up winning 26-21, actually. Yeah, so then you go, I mean, at home against California, you still only, you win by seven. At North Carolina, you win by seven. At, or against BYU, you win by eight. You lose to Stanford by two. I mean, every – I mean, they've been losing games at home. And um, going on the road, I think they won a game on the road against North Carolina, right? Uh, North Carolina's got a good – offense but i mean really it's just that defense so that just tells me that notre dame really is offensively you know limited um mm-hmm. they have michael mayer leading the, their, their team with 44 catches 526 yards six touchdowns next best receiver lorenzo styles with 23 catches for 287 and one touchdown uh mayor's the only one that's got over one touchdown catch uh this year so He's really the main guy. So when you look at this team, you got to look at what their positives are. Um, you know, they're going to have probably the talent and the the size uh, on their offensive line over our defensive line. Um, they have three running backs that they can switch in and out that all have different kind of um, talents. And I mean, this team is the five eleven, I think two twenty seven, and he's the bruiser. Um, and they all average over four four yards of carry. So uh, and then there's Michael Mayer, who's obviously you know, a problem in the tight end, which they probably number one receiver. Did you say that? Yeah. They'll they'll hit him up with the play action and stuff like this. But seeing this, um, I believe our corners are going to be able to lock down the receivers. They do have some guys with some speed. So, you know, as long as they stay disciplined and don't get beat over the top um, on some play action stuff, then I think that the passing game will be okay. Cause I just don't know. I think Drew Pine is got some, you know, negatives with that too. So, I see them having an issue with their passing game, um, minus obviously Mayer, and uh, then I, I see them trying to run a lot, man. Um, that's that's my worry, that's, and that's my worry too because again, we don't really know how healthy we are, and uh, I believe they're going to try to make it boring and come in there and ground and pound, it and make, it, make it physical, right? Mm-hmm. And um, coming off off of a physical game like Clemson, then that might not be as easy for us. So, and as far as our defense goes, I mean, their defense is, their defense is good. Obviously they have talent, five stars all over the place, but you wonder if, you know, losing their starting quarterback and losing the first two games of the season really got them just going through the motions um, and stuff like that. So you never really know, but the talent's there, um, but they give up more points than we do as far as defense goes. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we talk about wanting to evolve and everything like that, and we obviously have to. I mean, you know, Garrett Schrader alluded to it, Coach alluded to it, and um, I think that this is going to be a game where obviously they're going to make sure Tucker gets the ball, and I can just I can see a really, really physical, low-scoring game. Um, but you know, I mean, hopefully the twelfth man shows up and and helps us out like they did uh, NC State. Yeah, and just to reiterate the one point. And it's the it's the it's the the hinge point of the game for me is that these three running backs are just going to get used up, and so is our D line, and it all that's where the game's going to be won or lost. Yeah, and uh, you know you you do have to worry about their defense a little bit, a, a lot probably, but I think. You take that Clemson game and the positives come out of it. Like if you if Coach really thinks we're playing a similar team, and I th- I can see that with the talent. You know, there's not a whole lot of differential there. I think it's just a first year coach and yeah, there's, there's, there's coaching a, involved. Yeah, yeah, there's a number there's stuff going on. There's a number of things that can be 
contributed to Notre Dame's lack of success this year being yeah, a man, preseason I don't think top five. Together as we are as a team. No, I don't think so either. They got the ten, but which just goes to prove that you don't have to have a bunch of five stars to win all the time. Like you can have a bunch of three stars and some fringies. Uh, but it's how they're coached and how things are put together. And this this team is just different like that. And that's the difference this year for us. So with that said, they've got some woes there. Uh, coming into the Dome, going to be a huge issue for them. I mean, it's it, there's just no doubt about it. You know, Otto's Army's got the ticker, the false start ticker. We're up to 14. Um, I'm hoping to push that, that sucker to 18 or 20. Oh, yeah. I think it'll hit 18. I think another four is fair to say, but... Um, we'll see what happens. And Dude, that's they just, have to. I mean, Come I would on. think so. I would think so. I mean, I'm, screw Notre Dame. Everybody hates hate Notre Dame. Everybody. Our fans hate Notre Dame. I'm so glad that our fans hate Notre Dame the way I do, too. No oh, God. I mean, you know don't get me wrong. I bet you there's a big, big part of those tickets that are going to be Notre Dame fans because Notre Dame travels well. So yes. Uh, let's yeah, not get it yeah. twisted there. But, I mean, even just the arrogance, just everything we've had to deal with, like – I want to play you guys in this and all these sports, but I don't want to be in your conference, right? And, and I got my I own. I got my own television deal, station, right? Because I have my own television station. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. it should I mean, be. I'm sorry. It's so yeah, corrupt. I'm, I'm, it's we'll so corrupt. Play you, but we don't want to play you in the dome. We'll play you at Yankee Stadium because you know the dome's just not good enough. And, and then I mean, we'll, we'll come in from Indiana and we'll we'll wear pinstripes. Get the guy out of here. What the hell's wrong with you? The arrogance here is just mind blowing. Get out of here! It's so annoying. And the thing yes. is, is there's they just think they're so entitled to it because they're because of Rudy. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't Rudy. Care. Who's watching Rudy? Nobody. Like I said before, bro. Hobbits. Stop. <laughs> stop. Um. Anyway, uh, those are our thoughts. Now it's time to hear from you. Time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, every Monday, I ask for your final score predictions. And you give them. We talk about them here. We go over our last week's predictions. And we also give you our current week predictions. So, Joe, I went back, I looked. We're supposed to start with... The fans. Okay? So, as soon as I get there, we'll start with Twitter. Since Twitter showed out and did a good job. So, they deserve to go first. And I want the meat on the bones. I think we all know that. So, you're just going to switch it up? No. This is how it was originally. When I asked you for your opinion. Oh, so I switched it up. You did. Oh, you. you did. And I let you, but, I, but you did. Do you like the vintage? Remember the old cardboard brims? Oh, yeah, I like them. It's the only one you have, though. Cardboard brim. Hold on. No, it's not. I'm joking, bro. Calm down. Got the old starter back there on standby, just in in case. All right, here we go. Let's go. Jeez. At Joe Catskill on the Twitter. Syracuse 27, Notre Dame 21. The Dome brings the home cooking. SU plays... Hard to avenge the game in Death Valley. Okay. 
Yeah. I don't know if you feel I mean, that, but I feel that. I, to, I, I feel to, like... Dino alluded to the fact that he's not going... He's not going? Well, he just said that he hasn't suck. lost the locker room, right? Well, he hasn't right, lost the right, locker right, right, room. Right. He doesn't feel like these, these this team is going to allow the last loss to be the reason for another loss, at least mentally. Uh, I can't speak for physically because, again, we are not going to know the injury situation. Correct. But I agree. And, I mean, that's just leadership. And you can't lie. I mean... You know, we're not going to talk about Mikel it. Mikel Jones is a hell of a captain, man. Hell of a player. Yes. Hell of a person. Absolutely. Character. Uh, at If Not Now When 84, 27-17 Syracuse will come back with a vengeance this game. Uh, but our guys will get gassed again at the end of the game. We will let them score in the fourth, but they don't have the same D that Clemson did. He disagrees with Coach. Uh, we will not let that happen again. Go Cuse. What do you think, Joe? What do you think about Notre Dame's defense? We talked about it. I mean, I believe it's good. I think there's a coaching issue uh, just on both sides of the ball. But, um, you know, you got beat by some pretty basic teams. Like, you know, you look at BYU. That was a win, but that was... They were ranked. They were ranked at the time, but they've lost in they've North lost, they lost three in a row. Yeah. You, well, they you, just... I don't think UNC's probably defenses. their best win of the season. Right, but UNC has no defense. Okay. Everyone fair scores enough. forty. I mean, okay. <laughs> Appalachian State, I think, is still scoring on them. So I mean, they scored forty something <laughs> points in the fourth quarter against them. So at the end of the day, like every single time that they've played against a legit team, or they've lost, or you know, good defense, they've been mid twenties, if that. So the, and I, you know, for your defense, I think that what coach was alluding to is the fact that Notre Dame has five star recruiting classes all the time, right? So. Yeah. He's probably alluding to the fact that they have the talent. The talent is there. Uh, But when it comes down to a team sport, um, every play, someone's got something that they're supposed to do. um, And, you know, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then it can mess up the whole play. And, you know, a lot of times when teams aren't together, then a lot of guys are just playing for themselves and playing for stats and, you know, a highlight tape for the NFL draft. Right, right. The guys, the guy Dominic is in the is in the is in the green room right now. He's pretty upset oh, about nice. this exhibition game, and uh, he's told to just calm down, just calm down. But I, I I tend to agree. Joe Joe let out a gasp earlier, so I don't <laughs> I don't blame. Well, I just turned it on. I, I don't like, blame wow, you. Well, okay, we're losing. Yeah, um, I'm watching. I'm watching. The, I am doing so much right now. At the same time, guys, I'm one. talented. You know that, Joe. I'm talented. I'm doing so much right now. So many different things. Oh, you're a good multitasker. I'll give you that. Okay. That's what you're basing your talent on. I'll take it. Uh, Our boy, Geo Heater. By the way, Geo promised me he was going to be here on Sunday, and he never showed up. A little upset with Geo. I know he's doing things. Things come up. He's doing. He's he's doing things. Geo, we're not mad. Geo, we're not mad. I'm I'm upset. He's in his feelings. He's in his feelings. Geo, though, doing things. Got the professional backdrop and studio for the podcast he does. I'm impressed. I love it. I love no, it. he's a busy guy, so I love it a lot. I give him a hall pass, I, except for the fact that it is a um, Virginia Tech podcast, which you know those things happen. Oh, that's gonna be great proud of, this year. Proud of our boy. Uh, SU thirty five seventeen Notre Dame. Okay, Schrader goes for two fifty plus. Passing four total TDs, 
Three passing and one rushing. Gaston, two touchdown catches. Tucker runs one in, catches one. Gosh, this kid's got it all figured out. Whoa. Man. Uh, Q's forces at least one turnover. Mikel Jones, domination in the middle. Williams back, looking healthy. Big win. Dome is rocking. It's beautiful. Do I even need to watch the game? Do I? I don't know. I would say yes. You think so? Why wouldn't you? Gio's got to figure it out. What do you think about that, Joe? What do you think about that prediction? You like it? It's a great prediction, but there's a lot of points against this Notre Dame defense. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's see. At Oil Q's, as eloquent as he could be, all haters can F off. Q's 44, Notre Dame 17. Also, Joe is nasty AF. What do you think about that, Joe? The prediction. You put ketchup on hot dogs, bro. He's never going to let Dude, that I go. Dude, I do not put ketchup on hot dogs. Like, I still don't understand that. I don't know why that's still a thing. So, How about and because of that's all I heard was the end. I just didn't hear the rest of his comment. So I don't. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see. At Noah Blanchard, forty-four twenty-eight seventeen. Cuse in a blowout, and Notre Dame gets a garbage time touchdown. The mob gets two turnovers, and Notre Dame never recovers. Tucker has a bounce back game and gets 100 plus rushing, 50 plus receiving, and two touchdowns. The crowd causes five false starts, okay? Five. Ooh. I said between I said between you 4 said, and 6 I'd be, be happy. Four. I said I'd be happy with 4, but be, between 4 to 6 would be great, right? That's not a lie. Go back and listen. Um I said it's a lot. Oh, it is a lot. Um where was I? Uh, five false starts in Notre Dame's head coach throws his clipboard like Tom Brady. Golly. Yes, I like that. What do you think about the Tucker bounce back game? I'm asking everybody right now because, because, you know, coach acknowledged that that's, that shouldn't happen again. He should get way more touches and he should. Right. So uh, how does that play out in your head? Honestly, honestly. Uh, like I mean, he's going to get the touches. How do you to... think it? How do you think the motivation factor is? And how, I mean, just, you're just speculating here. I mean, what do you think? I motivation. Say, I don't think that. I don't think that Sean Tucker needs to be motivated. So it doesn't at hurt. At the end of the day, I think that the coaches, the coaches making the decision and, and taking it behind closed doors to figure it out. Uh, probably going to see at least, in my opinion. You know, more setup runs to where it's obvious you just hand it off to Sean. You know, it's not an, an actual RPO. Um, right. Yes. Exactly. I mean, he's still got a lot of he got a lot of action in the passing game. So, I mean, I expect them to give him more handoffs. I mean, I just don't think that this defense is, is Clemson's defense. Okay. I mean, if you want to go back and look at their stars when they came in, then and compare it, then okay. But I just don't think overall. I mean, this Notre Dame team isn't going to come back from a two-three turnover ratio. I mean, not something that is half half as less as what we did to Clemson. Notre Dame at the Dome isn't going to come back from that. Not this team. Okay, and we, we got to jump on them early. This team isn't built to come back. Notre Dame is oh, built to kind of rough you up, handle take the it. lead. Um, the best thing that we could possibly do is score early. Enforce uh, Drew uh, Drew Pine to um, to throw the ball, right? To somebody other than Mayor, right? Gotta gotta figure that part out because that's the part. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. 
but at least there's a part. <laughs> right. At least there's something to focus on. Yes. Clemson, and it's the really main thing. Parts. I mean, and they could I mean, come you out. Could do your best. Who, who knows? Maybe they come out and, they, and, and Drew Pine's all of a sudden a rock star with throwing the football. I mean, I just don't see it. wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't right. be the first time. I mean, I'm not like exactly buying that, but it, 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 that stuff happens. Um, but as far as we see it on paper and just a little bit that I've watched myself, I just don't. I just think that it's those three running backs. So at David seven underscore W. Do I need to say underscore at David seven W? I don't think you do. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. I think I'm done saying that part. It's a great decision. 3720 Qs. Michael Mayer gives our D some fits in the first half, but Tony White schemes for it and we're able to shut him down in the second half. I like that. Uh, we see much more balanced run pass ratio, and Sean eats 150. Must be gets. Is that my fault too? Uh, Sean gets 150 yards this game on the ground. Gadsden gets two, two gets a TD or two. No wide receiver two yet. So there you go. There's something to talk about. Does anybody step up? Damian Alford. You know. Uh, you know, who who step ups? Who steps up? I feel like we talked about you mentioned last episode, you know, Damian Alford's got the talent to do it. It's the problem is getting open, but he's so big. I mean it's, it's something that they obviously they want to do. Coach said that it's something that they have to they have to earn, obviously, but also oh, yeah. it's what the defense gives you, right? Correct. I mean, it's what the defense gives you. You can't come out and say, Oh, it's gonna be this guy. It's where the mismatches and you know, that's kind of where we gotta get back to. Um, yes, Sean Tucker, Schrader, Gadsden is a huge, huge percentage of our offense. But, you know, obviously it has to do with the coaches. I mean, the coaches have to be able to scheme things for other people when the defenses are going all in on those three players. And um, then those players have to want to go and make that play. So it all has to be earned, and some some players have had good catches, and and then they've had bad drops. So no one's really stepped up, um, but I would definitely like to see the coaches kind of scheme a little bit more for some of these other guys. Or possibly give other guys that haven't possibly given the opportunities. You know, Queeley we saw for years. You know, he's been here for, what, five years? Um, Umari Hatcher's had, you know, certain times in spring game and a couple catches uh, against Wagner. And, I mean, and is he ready to go? I mean, it's just... Trevor. I mean, he's yeah, come Trevor, up. He's Trevor come up too. big a couple times in just. I mean, he's a playmaker. You just just got to get the ball in space. Yeah, I mean that's it, right? I mean he is a playmaker. So it's one of those things. And he didn't. I mean, we saw him a couple times against Clemson. So I mean, it's just like, you know. And look, if you take what the defense gives you, and like all those guys combined for like a second receiver, then like I'd be okay with that. But I mean, you're really literally, literally seeing. One, two catches a piece for 16 yards. Alfred's going to get his one for 34, right? Uh, yeah, and, right? you know, when you really combine it, it's like other than Gadsden, I mean, those other guys don't even really even equal up to another court, uh, receiver. So, I mean, they got to be they got to be up there catching two, three, four balls and having that chance because there's got to be there's got to be spots open. And it's hard to judge Clemson because obviously it got to a point in the second half where we had a t- a time to make one read. And then get out of there. So maybe we'll see something different in Notre Dame. I hope. I hope. At Cran Campbell, Syracuse 24. Hold on. That's the old well pump kicking on. Uh, 
Syracuse 24, Notre Dame 13, plays out similar to the NC State game. We, I, I saw this one early, and I think there might have been someone else that said something similar too, but what do you think about that? Because I can see that. I could see that with the crowd. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just... You know, yeah, kind of a this. juggernaut for a little bit and kind of a tough physical game and just a just a grudge match until all of a sudden it wasn't. Right? Until all of a sudden Syracuse is like, look, enough playing around here. Let's, let's start to put this thing away. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, well, I mean, the one, the one good thing is, is that this Notre Dame team hasn't... You know, they're not undefeated and they haven't shown, uh, you know, just big playability. And, um, you know, Clemson had shown that. So, yes, do they have the athletes? Yeah, sure. But I just haven't seen it. They haven't done it against lesser opponents. It's just and, not put together, you know, Clemson, like we mentioned. And Clemson had, right? So, right. with Clemson at home, especially going for the record at homecoming, I was kind of, I mean, I was waiting for the, the floodgates to open at some point. You knew they were going to break a couple of things. Um, but I don't really look at this game that way. Could this? Could some things happen? 100%. But... Um, they don't have, you know, the receipts in their schedule and in their their games, the previous games, to prove that they can. So, I'm definitely not as afraid of this offense as I was Clemson's. And really, you saw how our defense kind of bent but didn't break with Clemson. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's just so big you don't know what to know because you don't know what to think because it's Notre Dame, right? It's just a big name, and they were preseason top five. I mean, that's a big deal. But here they sit four and three. With some bad losses at home. I mean, we're talking know, 14 years. 14 years since we've beat Notre Dame. Too. Yeah. And we've played, them, we've played them a good chunk of time. Six, I think, yeah, but, since then. But they, they lose to Marshall Five. and Stanford at home, but then they go on the road to North Carolina and then beat BYU at a neutral field. So, I mean, if anything, this team has shown that they can do some good things, but, I mean, it looks like good things against bad defenses. True. And it looks like inconsistent too. At Noah D twenty, Q's thirty five, Notre Dame nine. Syracuse's defense is simply too much for the Irish, and Sean Tucker has an absolute massive day with three touchdowns. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that's three total, but still, that's excellent. I saw our boy on here. Let's see. At Q's waterboard, Syracuse thirty four, Notre Dame seventeen. Fook the Irish. Let's. <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. All right, let's go over to Facebook. And give me a second. I did not screenshot these. So let's do this. Top fan, top fan, Dominic. Syracuse 34, Irish 16, bounce back game. They make Tucker a focus of the offense. We score early and often, so Notre Dame can't run the ball 60 times to limit our possessions. And that's what I was mentioned in the front end of the show was slowing this game down. It's, you know, that's all part of those running backs. And, um, you know, I don't, I can see that. That's actually a really good score, I think. I mean, that would be, I mean, to be able to do that would be the most positive outcome, right? Because even right now, I feel like we're kind of the walking wounded. And, you know, even if we do win this game, or lose this game, I think it's going to be a close game. So, I mean, to me personally, in my opinion, it would be super, super impressive if Syracuse came out and just took care of business after that loss at home against Notre Dame like that. So, I mean, that's what I want to see. Hundred, that score is what I want to see. 
It's not my score. That's the whole. That's the heart score. That's the heart score. Yep. Our boy Zach. Still, I don't know. I think they're suppressing Zach over on Facebook, so I'm going to give him the shout out anyway. Still not a top fan badge, but he's on here all the time. He's in Facebook all the time. He's not currently in the green room, but he's he's in the green room constantly. And they dude, still can't you know, give him a top you know fan what the badge. Deal is, what the bro. hell is up with that, dude? You know what the deal is, dude. He must be posting Facebook some nasty stuff on his Facebook personal page. Knows all. You they can't do. Be doing that stuff. I mean, seriously. And they tell you what you want to see in your own Look, damn in your own if damn Facebook feed. says it, it's true. Until it's not. Which is every time. Which is every time. Which is all the things that we were banned for (coughs) a year ago. Turns out we're true. I digress. Our boy Zach. 1724 Syracuse. Say what you want about their record. Notre Dame has the size and physicality. I will continue to be worried about our depth across our D-line, let alone all of our defense in general. We also need another wide receiver to step up. The difference between this year and 2018, although, is that Dino has has done a great job building depth. I truly don't see a step drop, a step off in productivity, unlike years in the past. The mental mistakes are obvious, but we proved Saturday we belong in the conversation. Syracuse just needs to complete the entire game, and that's ex- that's what they didn't do. At Clemson is play the full game, and um, that's how they wore NC State down. They just kept, they just just kept on, kept on, kept on because that game was that was a it was tight for a little bit. But I like the points, man. You know, um, we talked about it, the physicality of this game, the last game, the game before that. We knew these three games were going to be brutal, and then going in to play a decent pit team um, on the road, decent. <laughs> Decent. So, uh, they just get beat by Louisville. Huh? What the hell did you just? Say? Didn't you... they just get beat by Louisville? <clears throat> um. Yeah, I think they did. They did. I mean, look, Pitt gives us trouble. I don't care how I bad Pitt is. I get it. It's a rivalry. Yes. That's our rival. Yes, it is. I mean, I'm not, I'm okay with that. I think the Syracuse Clemson thing is becoming somewhat of a rivalry too despite the fact that we've lost a ton, they're just always close. I mean, that's kind of what you're looking at. Bunch you know, are. Clemson yeah. fans will never admit it. Well, they don't have to, and I don't think it's necessarily anything I would wish into existence. I like the pit rivalry. It's no, just, yeah, this is my thing. This is what's great about it, right? Which is one? That, you know, Clemson. Okay. So, you know, um, this girl I work with, you know, her and her husband, Clemson fans, and, you know, she, we were just talking last week on Friday. And she was like, you know, I don't know what it is. I mean, you guys are good this year, but it doesn't really even matter. Like every year, for some reason, my husband Jim is just nervous when they when when Clemson plays Syracuse. And smart guy, that's Jim. what's hilarious to me, right? Is that like the fans will never admit it, but for some, well, obviously for obvious reasons of the you know past four or five years in the close games, um, the Clemson fans deep down when they see Syracuse, they don't. They're a little nervous. As they should the be. fact of the matter. Yeah, it's the fact of the matter. Matter of fact. Yep. What else we got? Zach, did we hit all Zach's points? Because that was a great comment. Let's be honest. Uh, building well, depth. You tell me. Building, he pits it. on the building depth. I think, we, you know, years past, we, we, can't, we can't 
Our depth is better, but it's, it's still not where it, some of these other teams no, are. No, I mean, and, just... and you know what? SU's always been behind there, uh, and it's probably it's kind of par for the course, but it's better than we've had the past few years. No, that has a lot to do the with the guys portal. that stayed, too. I mean, no, the guys that stayed in the transfer portal. Both, yeah. yeah. That combined, yeah. Yeah. And the COVID. The COVID. <laughs> the COVID year. <laughs> Johnny on the Facebook. <laughs> 27-24 Cuse need a huge bounce back win after the second half letdown at Clemson. Glad they kept this a true home game and didn't move it to New York City. New York City. New exactly. York City. Can't wait to kick the lucky charms out of them. I like that. I've submitted <laughs> my good. scores on Twitter for two years and haven't heard them once. Figured I'd try Facebook for the first time. Please, for the love of God, don't make me wait in the green room. With Tony in the mailman. Johnny, we got you, dude. By the way, <laughs> I ne- I did not proofread that. I'm reading most of these for the first time oh, right that's now. Great. So, that's uh, great. Johnny, I'm sorry. I don't know your Twitter handle, but if you're listening, um, give it to me. And uh, I can correct that. But here's the thing. Maybe Johnny was the one that emailed me and said, hey, man, why are you always picking the same guys? You always talk about the same people all the time. Yeah, that was, was great. It was a handful of people, not not just one. But um, look, this is what I like. Johnny Johnny listens. He knows I want meat. And that's meat, for crying out loud. Andy, 38-13 Syracuse. So we have no, by the way, as far as I can see, we have no Notre Dame win predictions, okay? Uh, defense dominates. Hmm. Robert and I decides to open up the playbook instead of playing it safe. Joe, look. I don't know if we played it entirely safe, but it's been close. It's been close to the chest a little bit. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's kind I of mean, basic, right? Like I expected a little bit more at this point, you know. Especially I'm not going to say that Garrett game. Schroeder hasn't taken t- chances personally, but as far as the play call down the field, yeah. And you know, I don't know if it's the play calls or if it's the you know quarterback having to pull the trigger. Don't know, but um, again. I think there's going to be some things that are going to be kind of figured out this week when it comes to the offense. So, well, it is. We'll it is. It is. We are going to see how resilient that everybody can be from from the from the coaches in their playbooks to the players to uh, how everybody. You know, th- let's be honest. I mean, the defense doesn't really need like a bounce back game. But the offense needs to get settled. And they need. They it's got a Notre little Dame bit to prove. Dome. Yeah, I know. It's Notre Dame in the dome. Last time I checked. Doesn't What's the score all? of this basketball game? Ay, 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 folks. Look, it's Notre Dame in the dome. That's enough said. Doesn't matter that they're four and three and not ranked anything like that. Um, doesn't count as an ACC game. Go, just go for it. Oh, that's right. It Why doesn't, not? does it? That's so stupid. Um, okay. All right, so Joe, let's. It's that time. It's that time of the year. That time of the year, or that time of the. That time of the year, and that time of the show, that time of the week, that time of the. Oh, day. I thought you were that. Whatever. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <clears throat> it's almost Christmas time. You know, real quick. No, stop I it! Get, Don't. I get. You know, I get all the Christmas decorations come down after Halloween, so uh, I don't play, and uh, Good Christmas for you. Halloween can't be over soon enough for me. The only thing that's good about Halloween is that at the beginning of October, they start selling pumpkin spice everything, and I'm a pumpkin spice all the things kind of guy. And so 
I'm down with that. <laughs> I stock up on the pumpkin spice. So, mm. what can I say? I'm not even gonna hit that. I'm gonna well, let go the people ahead. in the green green room get you for that one. Okay, let's see. No one's got nothing. <clears throat> well, you can say what you want. Uh, Look, what? Christmas, Christmas decorations don't come down for us. Yes, yes. So. Hold on, time out. Our boy Ant, aka Anthony, oh, aka Tony, aka Cuse Waterboy, <laughs> aka aka Green Room Captain. This dude's Lord. just been promoted to Green Room Captain. That's it. He said, "Give me that pumpkin spice everything." Exactly. Thank you. I mean, I like pumpkin spice too. I just don't brag about it. Pumpkin spice, all the things, Joe, and shut up. All right. All right, look, here's the thing. Here's another reason I'm pissed off at you right now. You won again. Joe, with the score of 24 to 23 Syracuse. It, it, that's a really that's really good. That's really good. You I won. thought for a minute that we were actually going to get that score. Nope. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm the only one who's guessed the score exactly for a football game. It's only happened one time, and I did it. So there's that. But, yes, Michael basic who cares i'm proud of it get in the green room by the way it doesn't cost you anything just download the app get it sign up with your email username password boom get in there hang out with these guys it don't get no better than this how awesome would it be to get 20 freaking rowdy ass syracuse fans inside this green room typing away and and calling in i mean i don't know i don't know i mean that's christmas right there talking about christmas that's christmas Oh, David Stuper, 42-36 in the green room. That's a high score right there. But it says 42-36. Who? Who are you going for? Oh, you know who he's going for. Down four, 16 minutes left. All right, he's giving us the play-by-play here. I'm going to wait okay. for it. But, Joe, you do, you do have, and we'll, we'll catch it up. Um, you do have. No, he's talking about the basketball game. Oh, he's us the oh, updates. oh <laughs> my bad. He's some crow. Yes, he's correct. He's correct. And there goes my son, calling me. Um, he's gonna have to get a text. Joe, do you want to? Do you want to um, receive or kick? I'll I'll take the ball. Just okay. like Syracuse. All right. You okay? So. Is Let's it bad it. that is it bad that I want to is it bad that I want to pick the same score? Um, I don't think so, but it's kind but of. But I'm not going to. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no. So I'm looking at it. Going to be a little bit more high scoring. I think. I think we're going to take care of the offense. I didn't see any injuries in the offensive line, so I think we'll rely a little bit more on Sean Tucker. Um. And like I said, I'm not. I don't think this offense is as good as Clemson's offense, and I don't think the defense is as good either. either. So, um, going with relying on um, you know the 12th man and the sellout crowd that we have, uh, we've done very well um, at home this year. And I'm going to go Syracuse 30 and Notre Dame 20. <laughs> okay, okay, 30 to 20. Hughes, Joe. So look, I've been shooting way high lately, so that does factor into my um, your wins and losses. Yeah, it does factor in a little bit. Although, um, 
Although I think it's going to be close to this anyways. So it's a little bit of both. And I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be, I don't, I don't know about the defense and I obviously don't think the offense is as good, but I, but I'm, I think the run game might be as good, except for you just don't have one guy doing it the whole time. At least with Will Shipley, you know what you're getting. They got three different guys to do three different types of things. You know what I'm saying? They're more versatile at running back, and they, they're going to use it because they're going to have to. Because I just don't see I don't see a um, Drew Pine lighting it up through the air, although it could happen. Okay? <sighs> I, I mean, anything I, I just, can happen. I just right? don't see what else they've got on the offense, so I just feel like that's what they're going to need to do. Um, look, and they can pull away, I think, uh, on this, but I do think the defense is decent enough and, um, it's, 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 it's not getting, look, I hope this can change, but I just don't know if you don't, you know, obviously every team from here on out is probably going to look and see what the hell Clemson did. So it's up to Syracuse to adjust from that, right? And change it up. And that's why they need to, that's why they need to do different things. But, uh, I still think, you know, through the last few games, it's kind of, it's kind of been lower scoring. It's been lower than I thought. So I'm going to go. With the 12th man, um, 27 to 24, Syracuse, in a close one, man. So. Yeah, I was going to stay close, but all these damn comments got me all fired up to go a little bit higher. So, I know, I know. Um, I'm, a little, I'm a little hesitant with it, but the reason why I'm not is because I think, like to Zach's point and everything, I do see a little bit of depth. I do see the difference. Um, and then the other thing, too, really, is, is that – you know, traditionally, we've had a a good defense, kind of a bend don't break. But you know, near the end of the season, we start give, giving up big plays, right? To pretty much, I mean, anybody at some point in the game, and uh, we just haven't seen that this year. Uh, they've been really, really consistent in, you know, not giving up big plays. There's been a couple runs with some broken tackles, okay, but I mean. Other than when Garrett Williams fell, when Charlie Jones was going up the sideline against Purdue, I mean, how many deep passes or deep balls ended up going for touchdowns against us this year for long plays? It hasn't I been think, a ton of that. I think that's the only one. I mean, if you can name one, you can let me know. But you got me, Bob. And I mean, we got a what? UConn got a decent run. Clemson got a decent. run. I mean, give away a, a, a couple of those things, but I remember giving up deep balls and play out in, in our our secondary is solid. And what did you deep. give? What did you What's give? Up? What did you give up? You remember giving up what? I remember our defense giving up a lot of big plays oh. over like in the passing game over top, like after like play actions and stuff like that. Okay. So we just haven't done that this year. So I mean, I've seen different things this year to make me think that this isn't going to go down like the normal November, end of October, November, that normally happens in, in a Babers team because of depth and because of other different things that I've seen. So, okay. Decided to go a little bit, little bit higher, 30 to 20, and I really only did that because I didn't want it to look like a blowout. I don't know if Notre Dame can score 20 points against this defense as it's been. All right, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um yeah, like I said, their 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 red zone offense last week, despite the win, just faltered quite a bit. And we're talking UNLV. Well, they're an, and they're an they're an average offense. They're an average scoring off. Their offense, uh, at, their scoring offense is eighty first in the country. 
And we are our scoring defense, I think, is sixth. I think we're only averaging like 15 points a game. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Clemson only got 27 against us. An average offense. I mean, they might only get that. They might only get 16, 17 points. We don't know. Um, but our offense needs to obviously put up points because that was the problem this past week. One more touchdown, we win. And that can't be the problem this week. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, gotta be, gotta put this one away, and and you know we'll see what we got. But I just hope that, um, whoopsie, I just hope that uh, we can pull out a win at home and 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 go to Pitt, and you know that's gonna be a tough game regardless of what Pitt is right now. And I just kind of hope that Syracuse can pull this stupid exhibition game off. We're crying out loud down by two. Stop. Let's stop talking about exhibition games. I mean, okay. we lost to Lemoyne at one point sometime way back when. So True that. True that. Um, okay. I think that is going to do it for us. Hold on a second here. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Of course. We get the late bloomer. Oh, boy. I don't know who this is. So let's see here. Not recognizable. Uh, Eamon, what's going on, man? What do you got? You got to unmute yourself. Hello, he's gone. And just like that, he's gone. Um, so, okay. All right, wuss. All right. Listen, we appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging in with us um, through the Clemson loss. Uh, we appreciate it. Many of you came here to listen to us talk about a loss, which is huge. That's huge news for us, just so you know. So, anyway, we will see you Sunday. Go Cues for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.